What's up, guys and girls? Um, I'm here at the Twitter. I do work for Twitter. People don't know where I work. I kind of keep it hush-hush, but um, it's me and four other guys. We are in charge of Twitter, but and I can't leave. I actually can't leave um, because Elon required us to work hardcore. So um, I'm here trying to free the bird again. So, but I, uh, Elon, let me do this podcast real quick. So, got an hour. Uh, I'm confused. I, I work for Twitter also. Hi, I'm Travis. And I was told okay. I couldn't come into the office because they locked everybody out. Yeah, that was his first email. So, what is smart about him is if you, you got to read the second email where he changed that. Hi, maybe that Jacob. maybe that only I, uh, went out to. Oh, okay. I work for Twitter. I work for Twitter as well. Oh, what department? I, okay. Uh, I was part of the second email. Uh, I got to keep my job. Oh, that's good. That's see, that's. I think yeah. things are looking up actually now. Mm. I rumor ha rumor has it I'm getting a bonus. I was worried, but now I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I think the things are going to turn around. I, I do love how people have flipped out over this because like Elon, he's the troll master. The dude is absolutely trolling everyone. But at the same time, like it's like serious. Hey, bro, you mess with people's jobs. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't he, know he that the... he deserves to be called the master of anything right now. He's basically <laughs> hey, I'm he here is... for it, dude. People He's are run. out there working for Twitter for 10 hours a week, making, you know, 45,000 a year. That's like, good for them. I'm glad they were able to negotiate that. That, that was but my colleagues. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who's able to like run a company is going to shut that down as soon as they can. Yeah. I don't think that was 75% of the employees, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I, we, we were talking about it on the hangouts last night of like, I am so conflicted because I do think he is legitimately an intelligent man to get to where he is in business and the things he's like doing. Yeah, hundred percent. However, however, the blue check marks stuff. Yeah, what, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not conflicted did, at all. We, we this did, dude's a dumbass. We did not yeah. connect point A to point B on that uh, on the repercussions, but. Very funny tweets have come from that. As a user of Twitter, he has he has only made bad decisions for the user of the product. I, I I'm not conflicted at all. I think he's a dumbass. I think he has a lot of talented engineers, and I think that yeah. he's forward thinking on the space stuff, and I appreciate that. But like, he's a dumbass, like 100. <laughs> percent And 1, I won't fight you on percent. that. I won't fight you on that one. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So we'll we'll see. Um, I uh, one thing that has been cracking me up though is. Well, I mean, recent, I mean, whatever, they, they closed down the offices. They said till Monday or something. It, just weird news reports coming out from that. So people were finally like, hey, if this gets shut down, like, what's going to happen? Here is where you can find me. But hey, bro. nobody can, nobody has settled on, I have seen like 18 different Twitter <laughs> spinoffs. And I was just like. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait it out. Like, I, I'll go down with the ship Titanic style. I dropped, uh, I dropped my. Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah, know I, dro I dropped my, I dropped my Truth Social and my Patreon. Okay. You know, so there was a, really, he's there got was a, Truth Social on there. There was an interesting kind of discourse about, like, it started. I was reading about the war in U in Ukraine, and yeah. I was in a reset era thread, and there were people talking about. They were like, there are entire parts of this war that the footage is just Twitter footage 
yeah. nobody has that anywhere else or like they were talking about there's just entire threads in reset era where someone will just embed a tweet and people will just talk and not really refer in the language uh, in the text of the post what they're talking about and people were kind of doing the math and they were like if <laughs> if twitter yeah. shut down even temporarily you would lose so much yeah. information and content. And there are people whose entire job is managing a Twitter account for different brands and they're good at it. Yeah. If there was no Twitter, there wouldn't be that central gathering space. Like the layoffs and just the economy would be yeah. ridiculous. Not yeah, just related to people that work at Twitter. Yeah. Once so. you start thinking about it, cause you never back when, like, I, I want to say uh, maybe I'm wrong on this. When MySpace died, the internet was different. And it was like, oh, we'll just move to Facebook. Oh, that's crazy. And then we lost all of it. And that, that was bad. But now there's so much behemoths, like you were saying, like so much data. And like, could you imagine Facebook just went away tomorrow? Yeah. Like there would be mayhem in the streets. There'd be bedlam. It'd yeah. be absolute chaos. Like, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like we've never had another like a massive, I think, to that level. Yeah, I think Neo NeoGaf was the last one. I think Vine Vine is the only one I can think of that really bothered me on that level because yeah. there was so much original content, but it was short lived. Twitter yeah. has been going for like I don't, and, fifteen and people, years. People backed up a lot of those vines, but Twitter <laughs> is this weird thing where it's like it's a ton of like information, so it's like yeah. a ton of little information, so. and like threaded together and like yes. in content, like you can't really back it up the same way. That. Uh, reminds me, um, <coughs> speaking of backing up, I had a Zanga back in the day and like 10 years ago or something, I went back to it and me and my wife like found ours and we were cracking up and like going over them. I wanted to go back again. It, you can't, the, they still had it, but like you could not access it on the site. They said, you can download your data and then put it into WordPress. I had to go and do some coding and stuff and I got it working. And I got all my old Zanga and stuff back. But I was thinking about that. I was like, yeah, if all these sites go down, like there are on like Facebook and stuff, you can download your data. But like I had to do some coding and some light coding and put it on this on WordPress stuff. And I got it working and got on my <clears> post and stuff. But I was like, I had to bring that thing back from the grave. Yeah, but that's wild. It's, it's weird. Internet archival stuff. I think about uh, a lot, too, because I've done a lot of video stuff. Like I back up all that stuff on my own hard drive. Um, and it's on YouTube, but I don't know if you like what's going to happen, you know, if YouTube ever, yeah, that, would, YouTube be, that would be crazy. Went down, yeah, you, in my you opinion, lose. YouTube's the best social media page around. They just don't use it the way like social media is used. But even then I don't, none of everything else can go away except for YouTube. Uh, yeah. What do it, you care? That's, that's the last bastion. If YouTube goes down, there's nothing left. Yeah. hundred percent. Everything else. Yeah. Who cares? You flush it on the toilet, but I'm with you. I think YouTube is the best one. I'm a TikTok and Twitter fan the most. So if we lose Twitter, I'll just be a TikTok fan. I would love TikTok more if I was more secure in the data, but it's all insecure. So I'm like, why would I use it? Yeah. But luckily, we are trying to secure your data here. Um, I'll let you guys know how that goes next week. Um, we are the Dwee Bros. This is the Dwee Bros podcast. Welcome. I'm joined by Travis. Hello. I am joined by Jacob. Yo, what's going on, guys? Jacob had to unfortunately sell his webcam to survive those couple days when he got fired, but now he's back, so he'll back. be able to buy a new webcam next time. So yes, sir, that'll be good. Uh, a lot has happened. 
not only in my job life, but in the virtual worlds and the real worlds. Lots of games have come out, movies, TV shows. We're going to talk them all tonight. Travis, what the heck have you been playing? Uh, not much. <laughs> I uh, I was on vacation, so and I took a switch with me, but I didn't. You play should it talk a ton. about that. Do you want to talk about that? Because I haven't heard anything about. Yeah, that. yeah, Please sure. Talk. I'll talk I a little bit screw about video it. games. Talk about yeah. the thing you did. So I went to uh, Europe with my buddy, and uh, we went to Amsterdam, so the Netherlands, for four days, and then we went to Berlin for four days, and uh, had an amazing time. Loved it. It was really uh, a different change of pace. I've been out of the country before, but I'd never really been to Europe. And uh, I just had an awesome time. Uh, ate a lot of good food, drank a lot of good beers, saw a lot of different kind of stuff. Amsterdam is different. What did you see in Amsterdam? Uh, Berlin like, is, video, like Game Stops are different there? Is that what you're talking about? Well, there is. Um, I'll have to edit and put a picture. There was a, So Amsterdam is like very um, deregulated. So prostitution is legal there. That's where the red light district is. Yeah. Uh, marijuana is super legal there yeah, like I, want, you, I want to go there i want to go check that out you go to a coffee shop you buy coffee hypothetically they also will just you buy they just hand you a joint and you can just smoke it there with your coffee wow um, so it's actually what, it's, what it's bake? yeah Brings but i was gonna say mario uh there was a mushroom it was a mushroom shop it just okay. had a big Mario in the window called Mario's whatever Wonderland. And I oh, went wow. in and it was all different like mushrooms and stuff. And so. did you walk in and say, you guys play games? <laughs> yeah. And then, no. and then oh, red meaty eyes. I also saw there, there was a manga shop and they had comics and manga, but they had a lot of figures and they had the same shelves, Zach, that you do. Um, and they had some Evangelion figures. Oh. They had some original, original Star Wars stuff like the old Empire Stripes Back, Phantom Menace, like oh, wow. old. And I took some pictures because I was going to send them to me and be like, are these good deals? I yeah. didn't buy anything. But yeah, yeah we went and uh, I would say Amsterdam is a really fun time. Um, it's Even though it's very deregulated, it feels very safe. I didn't see a cop. The whole time I was oh, there, wow. I didn't, I saw, we saw one ambulance and everybody stopped and looked. I was like, this is like everyday life there wow. uh, in Ohio. So, um, you know, it, it was very fun um, and uh, kind of a little bit bigger than Cincinnati kind of size. Then we took a train and we went to Berlin, which was immediate culture shock. Um, in, in Amsterdam, everybody there speaks English, just about 90% of the uh, the people there are English as a second language. So they speak Dutch and then 90% speak English. So we were Googling and when we got to Berlin, we looked it up and over there it's 56%. So I was like, okay, it'll be less, but we'll still be fine. Well, that 56% is not like evenly distributed. I think what yeah. it looks like is, is if you speak English in Germany or in Berlin, you know, you're working an office job, probably you're doing business, something like that. Um, so like a lot of our servers, bartenders, like we'd start to speak English and they were like, nah, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're going to have to just make this happen. They, they um, take out Google translate. Yeah. Figure it out. So, uh, it was good though. We had a, we had a really good time. Yeah. Google translate is your friend Berlin. That city is incredible. Um, the only thing I could compare it to Zach, have you been to New York City? Jacob, have you been to New York no. City? I've so been to New, New York City. 
New York City feels different to me than most other American cities. It just feels like a different size and level and cultural weight. I don't know how else to describe it. Berlin felt even more than that. Um, Berlin is a very international city. Um, I honestly, it was hit or miss if you even met many German people. Like, all countries, you know, Syria, you know, Roma- you know, Romania, Russia, uh, Brit- a lot of British people, a lot of Dutch people, a lot of French people. Every single person I felt I met was from a different country there. It is a city that never sleeps. We went to like techno clubs and stuff. That techno is huge in Berlin on like a Thursday night we were hunting around there were 80 different techno clubs doing raves and uh we we were out dancing until 6 a.m we we were out all night like it was so much fun um i actually really like techno music now it's fun (laughs) it's very fun yeah Um, it seems like they really like their techno so they do so i really loved berlin it was really cool uh very different than amsterdam a huge city uh i was reading because david bowie that was his favorite city was berlin and he would go stay there and he described it as just a cultural like complete like you just a complete clash of all these different cultures and that is very accurate it feels like the capital of the world in a weird way like it's just unique place definitely if you're an artist or if you like music food you know we had every think of every type of food you could imagine they had it there and we had a great time in berlin we also while we were there saw some really good live music um last i saw porcupine tree which is one of my favorite bands we saw them in amsterdam uh last minute we saw lil nas x was in town so we bought lil nas x tickets and went and saw him with a bunch of like german college age students which was (laughs) a very different type of experience as well so um yeah it was a great time highly would recommend going out some of those places but go to the where the berlin wall was yeah i did and i took uh quite a few pictures while i was kind of going around berlin i did i saw the wall we went to the ddr museum which is uh, the ddr was the name of the government on east berlin in east germany um they had one of the best museums i've ever been in it wasn't really large but it was so care like carefully crafted and put together and basically there were three parts to the museum one focused on social life and like sports and Mm -hmm. you know culture and music and film so like you could you could actually go through and pull archives and like listen to the records that they listened to over there because they only had their it was like a little ecosystem like they had their own music they had their own uh movies they had their own everything because they were super communist and everything was limited and you could kind of go through and listen to it then they had a section that was all about their government so they had government desks like set up the way that they were and files and interrogation rooms and then they actually recreated a house accurate to the people that were living in east berlin in the 70s so you could walk through this house and check it out um so the DDR museum, that's what that was. That's very worth doing. Um, cool. was very cool. So nice. yeah, it was, uh, it was a good kind of fun recharge, explore a new place type of trip. So I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, while I was traveling though, I did play one game and I did end up finishing it. And that was, uh, <coughs> Bowser's fury. And, um, i really liked that, uh, little game, but I will say, that took me longer than I think most people 
it took them. I've heard people call it like an hour, two hours. I played it. I think I, my save file is 12 hours when I beat it. I don't wow. know what took me so much longer. Uh, maybe I was just taking my time, but um, I really liked that game. It was a fun little game, and uh, I liked collecting all the stars and going around and um, fighting Bowser as Big Mario, yeah. Big Bowser as Big Mario. And uh, I don't know. I saw – I don't know. Did you guys both – you played Bowser's Fury, right, Zach? Yes. Yeah. Jacob, did you play Bowser's Fury? <clears throat> I did not. Can you not hear me? Oh, I can hear you yeah, now. Not hear you now. I, I said I did not. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I I liked it a lot, but um, I saw a post recently, and someone was asking, when are they going to do a new Mario? Which is a good question. It's been five years, so we're probably due. But people were I've like, been, well, the next one. Pro. Yeah, people. Pro. People were saying, well, the next one be open world. It could be. I thought this one was good, but I honestly felt like this was a good open world Mario game. I guess you could I do think, more with it. I feel like we've only got one Mario per system except for the Wii. The Wii, but the you could argue it was almost DLC, the Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. Yeah. Because 2 is almost like DLC for that. I'm trying to think if N64, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario uh, Galaxy... On the old ones, the NES had two, but one of them was kind of a fake game, so. Oh, yeah. But I guess I guess <laughs> since they've entered the 3D era, I'm trying yeah. to think. I think they just kind of do one per. So we had Super Mario Odyssey. We'll see what we have next. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm really hoping for a Switch Pro because I've been playing Bayonetta 3. <laughs> and honestly, as I've played, the performance has not been an issue, but. I'm more thinking of uh, Pokemon. Jacob, did you get the new Pokemon? Or were you interested in, in the new Pokemon? I mean, I'm interested, but I'm not going to play it on the crap system that the Switch is. Yeah, I have seen so many videos. That, I, Travis, have you seen any of this? It is like mm -hmm. it chugs at Ooh. like 15 frames per second. Sometimes not even battle. They're not even in battle. With yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. And um, some people were saying is a memory leak. Some people were saying, oh, maybe it can be fixed with a patch. And I'm just like, well, that I will say that sounds to me like not great optimization. And the people that the game freak, they're not like the most experienced at 3D environments, like true 3D. Yeah. Like that's a newer thing for them, right? Uh, we had sword and shield we had Arceus. I mean, no, it's, it's not. Honestly, there's no excuse now. You know, you know the hardware you're working with. I don't give a crap. Hey, people, gonna, figure it out. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's um, uh, it's just too many games have come out that I've pushed off or like, oh, I'll just play on emulator because it's like we can't get the frame rate there. I still love the aspect of that switch nailed of like that portability and you slap it on the that that they nailed and that is so freaking like a game changer but uh where's the switch pro where's the switch pro at yeah it's definitely do i think that they're just gonna have to go to the next it's gonna be the switch 2 or whatever yeah my biggest fear is nintendo because in their dna they just never do what you think they're gonna do yeah my fear is their next console is just gonna be completely different and not be a switch type thing yeah. it's gonna be a 
I mean, God, it would suck if their next thing's just a dedicated box you plug into a TV, but I wouldn't be shocked. But it would shocked. be weirder if they did just pet out Switch 2 because they have always gone wonky since, yeah. you know, GameCube to the Wii. They've just yeah. made these um, crazy controllers from the N64 to this. They just always go wackadoo with it. So um, I don't... I think it'll be a totally different thing. Um but that'll be that'll be interesting. But I well, don't know. Maybe that maybe they I don't know. But that's also just not like Nintendo Switch Two, and it's the same like form factor thing. You know what I mean? Like that. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, they're just too wacky. They're, the only they're time just, they did that was the 3DS from the DS. Yes, <coughs> that's true. Yeah, it's the only time they did it, and I could I guess they could do that. They could call it yeah. the the 3D Switch. I don't know. 3D Switch. Um. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm I'm just jumping topics here, but uh, we we do hangouts every Thursday. Um, we're not doing next Thursday; it's freaking Thanksgiving. How dare you? Um, but we did. Uh, we ranked every me and Pierce and Matt ranked every game console of all time from Generation One to Generation Nine, our current generation. So check that out on the channel. It's the Resident Evil Part Four. We did Resident Evil and we did some game ranking on there um <coughs> jacob jumped in for a second to yell at us and pierce was yelling at him yeah uh, dude because he he, he, he said he said he wanted to get the Wii higher um and pierce said it should get an f i Where'd was trying you put to put the Wii? We were also, I, I defended it to the point to get it to a c because i didn't think <gasps> the Wii was a c yeah dude i said it's it's mind-blowing <laughs> you put a gamecube at an s but you put the Wii at the c Here, the Wii was a gamecube but better Pierce and Matt wanted the PSP and the Vita at S, and I had to talk them down. Oh, what dude, the hell? Yeah, what were they? What were they drinking? They were, they were playing a lot of different games. Than okay, we were, but the, the, I, those... I, had to, I had to tell them I was just like game <laughs> library, the actual console power itself, and like the must plays. All I think all incorporate yeah. when, I, when I'm trying to rank all these, but they weren't having it. They said the they wanted the Wii at an F. Jacob, I fought for you. I said. Now here's the thing: the Wii had a major shovelware issue with yeah. Who cares? Who cares? It, it had major graphical issues. So that was the negative. So I could see oh it being an A, a B at the lowest if you wanted to say the yeah. graphics held it back. But you yeah. can t and tell me the best-selling console of all time. I said it had cultural impact. Like we had people that weren't even gamers play it. Um, the motion stuff <laughs> I think has led to even our VR stuff, like technology that we're doing now. Like it was just huge at the time. It was a huge. Um, achievement but I, I i we were back and forth and finally i was like hey look a lot of great stuff a lot of poo poo stuff from the Wii. let's give it a c so what what were the I, things that got s please tell me the psp and the vita did not get s because they you know do what? not deserve I'll, s let me see if i can uh oh you're gonna be shocked when you hear this answer you're gonna be you're gonna be like holy crap it's it's mind blowing to me. Like it really is. I, you can you're telling me an improved GameCube that you rated an S, isn't it? Oh my gosh, dude, you're gonna make me mad. Like what? The I could crap? see GameCube S Wii A. I could see that. No, I think it's swapped. I, I you're telling me a backwards compatible GameCube yeah. that has improved technology. How is it not better? We did. That was a big thing was the backwards compatibility and something I never even realized until we did this ranking. The Game Boy Color was technically like 
And I said, was, I could be wrong on this. It was the first backwards compatible system. Really? But yeah, but the difference is the Game you, Boy Color. It played, it played old Game Boy games. And then when you're we right. Finally, it was you're right. the first one. I was like, wow, I was surprised. The that. technology on the color wasn't even better than the one that was on the original Game Boy. It just here had was, color. Here were, here were all the S's. And I'll go in order from Gen 4. Okay, the, the, the problem is, is when you say all the S's, that means there's more than one or two, which means S is meaningless at that point. Dude, you all screwed this list up. But listen, go for it. Listen, I think there was a mixed bag of thoughts trying to make this list. So we had to we had to really whatever. You have to have a stand. You have to have a standard in which you judge by the, and, and that's what I was trying to. And everybody was kind of a little bit different on what weight they put on this stuff because I we have the Game Boy Pocket, the Super Nintendo, got Game Boy Color, with the first. Now I was back and forth on this. I wanted to put PlayStation at first at S or A. I think people in the chat were saying, "Hey, let's do." I say S, and some other Matt or somebody's like, "I, th I think S." <laughs> But I'm okay putting even PS1 at A and PS2 at S. Okay. That's what I thought. I think PS1, S, or A makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I Game, think Boy, Game, Boy S, Game Boy SP, which I was for. I was not for this next one. GameCube at S. I did not. I, yeah, I, didn't, I, don't, I think that was a B, maybe. I think it's uh, A or B, max. PS2, the DS Lite. Now, here's where I was not. I was cracking up, but we were way on the different spectrums here. PS Vita, which I was cracking up about. You let them put that on S because I think I think there was a, they gave me one and I gave I gave them one. But dude, uh, oh Travis, they botched this. We got we got to fix it. The that is no, we got to pause pause for a second. And the PlayStation Four, well, that was it for that. The PlayStation oh Vita. My gosh. I I don't I have no pro I've never owned one. I don't. The problem is it is just simply the library is not there at all at said, all for it to be said, an s and they kept talking about how cool the screen was and stuff and i was no, like i am sure i am sure it was cool but that's ridiculous him. i tried to find them but um the only thing i don't understand is game boy pocket what like why is that an I think, s i think because I, we had put the original game boy at a and I kind of agree with him. I hadn't really thought about the pocket. I forgot the pocket is a black and white screen versus yep. that green and black screen. I totally forgot about that. So they were saying like, hey, you got a smaller form factor. The, that that first gen of, of handheld like name gaming. me five Game Boy Pocket games you want to play. Uh, Super Mario Land one and two uh, Metroid Samus Return or Samus. Something. You want to. OK, so you want to play Metroid too. OK. Yeah, yeah, that Pokemon. thing has no, that original Pokemon. That thing has no that. business being an S. Unique to the Game Boy Pocket is what I'm saying. Look, man, I love y'all, but y'all <laughs> botched it. I would have not put Game Boy Pocket at A. I think I was A or A. I think that's what it was. I was like I was A, and they were kind of S. And the, the Vita is the biggest problem. The Vita is. Yeah, I think the Vita. I agree. Um, take it up with them. Where did the 360 end up? The first model. 360 was an F. That was with That's, the red ring. I still disagree. I still disagree. But we put the other systems at. Um, we put that in A, and we all agreed. You A ranked the the hardware revisions. I we all did agree to a point, except for the Vita, that there was a weight to the tech of the system, the like games and like what it brought to the table, like 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 exclusives wise. That 360, that red ring issue and how crappy that was, 
that was an immediate F. None of us even thought about it. We were like F because of how much of an aggravation <laughs> that was. It was unbelievable, and and just how crappy the hardware was. Now the revision when they they fixed it because that had such weight. That was such a bad issue for that system. That was an F. But the the slim 360, we gave it an A. Now I'm gonna say that, I'm gonna say that that's one of my favorite gens. Is like or that. Oh, my head hurts. Listen that, to this. 360 and playing on live that, with friends stuff. Was one of that my white generation. 360, even with the red ring issue. You know why I know it's not an F? Because it would yeah. red ring, and I would do everything I could to make it stop red ringing. And then when it red ringed, I would ship it off. I'd buy. I'd get another one immediately, and then I'd swap them. You don't do all that. You, you don't. But no, but but as the user, you don't do all that if. It's an F. You just forget the, about it. You thing. just forget when, about it. But when they were revised the system and we had a different system to choose from, which was the X or the S or whatever, the Slim or whatever, once that came out, that is an F. That's the worst version of that that console you can get. So. Well, that's why I just I don't I think that if I had done this and I didn't, that's fine. I wouldn't have had different revisions. You just have to bake all that into the rating. And if somebody wanted to say it's a B for all those issues, I would understand that. But to me, it's like S quality games and memories with probably D tier uh, hardware stability. So I would have given it like a B. It, it, it some of these things were big like if they didn't have a good library if they didn't have that except for the vita they fricked up on that i can't I, I i keep going back to the vita so we had the switch at a b and i said the the switch could easily have been an s if that would have been a more pumped up system or they would have fixed these like frame rate issue you know what i mean like yeah give it a little bit more power figure that out but um and then the stadia was an f we gave the stadia an f um as well i mean that's so, you, so Zach Pike, you are telling me that the Stadia service yeah. and the original Xbox 360, in your mind, they're equal. They're the same. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, that, that's not true. I, I think in F, you, uh, you have significantly <coughs> failed at what you were trying to do. There wasn't any Fs. But that's where I see it differently, is the 360 was not the significant failure in terms of they missed the mark on what they were trying to make. They had a hardware issue. There was a there was a quality assurance it was, issue. It was it was but so the system heavy, it was so heavy weighted to that being such an issue that we gave it an F. But the S we gave an A because they fixed that major issue and then there was like no compliance. It was great. It was perfect. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, dog. You missed I'm, on I'm, this. I'm thing. also going with all of like the slims and that and stuff. So it's like we liked we all three were really obsessed with that generation, but it's like that console <laughs> all burned us bad. But I still so think the white 360, red ring and all. I love what, that thing. What would you put it at? The white 360, just yeah. the white 360. Yes, I would give it. I would give it. A, I would give it a B. A B or A? I mean, I, 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 I would. I would want to give it an A. Your issue with it, yes, because oh, I mean, because it was, it was iconic, and I and I still stand by when it red ringed. I didn't say, "Oh, this system's an F. I hate it. I'll never get another one." I was like, "How do I get another one until this one gets fixed?" And then I was swapping them in and out, like. That I was, system. I was them out and that was, yeah. that was an aggravation. That was yeah, like but, it, but yeah, I didn't like that I had to do it. I've but never had to do that ever with any other system except I, that. I, I'm not arguing that, but my That's point crazy. is, That's but crazy. you did it because it wasn't an F system. That's my the, point. 
the the games and the live service were a well when you put that white 360 in f you're you're putting the library in f2 when you do that because it's the average of all the factors but i'm weighing it and that weight is too heavy that's okay so so given that you would have preferred that you never owned a white 360 you would have just waited for the slim and played all those games late is that what you're saying it wasn't worth it to play halo 3 day one you would have just waited no but because it's not an f because in the and it was worth it once they fixed it then okay uh, we have to i'm ranking it against the slim and i know i know i know you are but go back in time zach go back in time okay let's say you time travel and you're living in 2000 you're living in 2006 right okay so you want to play some games right yeah okay are you going to go out and get a white 360 day one to go be able to play these games i did i did all that I know. Would you do it again? Would you have changed any of that? At the time, no. But it, In retrospect, would you tell yourself, hey, don't buy that system. Wait for the one that comes out in 2009. Would you no, have done that? No. Because it's not an F. Because it's not an F. I think it's an F. You would have said, you don't know what's coming. It's going to be a tough, but it's worth it. The only thing I... <laughs> It's just, it's too bad. It's, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just too. That Jacob, you get what I'm saying, right? Do I think you screwed up doing the hardware revisions? I really do. But yeah. my biggest argument for the Xbox 360s, Xbox 360 had a great launch. It hit that little rough patch. The UI was amazing until the later gens. The later gens yeah. of the Xbox is what ruined the Xbox 360. I'll actually say that. I'll still take a white 360 with the ring issue because I know it's going to have the blades, and those new ones launched without the blades, and I don't want yeah. that crap. That was why we didn't put it at an S. I think because they even wanted to put an S, and they mentioned the blades. They said, yeah. uh, the blades bring those down. It kept getting worse. They also, yeah. I disagreed with this. They wanted to put, and I fought them on this. They wanted to put, they put the PS3 at A, and I thought, no way. No, I said no. that thing was six, and I'm a Sony fan. <laughs> that thing was six hundred dollars when it came out. Hard to to program for, so third party games sucked on it. Um, it, it was it was going to be a commercial failure. Did they put the PS3 the Slim at A or the original at A? The original and the Slim. The we just kind of threw those oh that gosh, in there. Dude. If you uh, wanted to put the Slim in A, I could see that. We but. put the we put the crappy Slim. Where did we put that? Maybe we D just or threw, Here's the thing. We just threw standards out the window. That's what happened. The where did we freaking put that? The ugly PS3. I don't know where that thing went. That was uh, our least <coughs> favorite. Oh, we put that at C. We put that on C. But did you ever see that one where it like loaded sideways? Terrible. It's hair, the worst revision, so that did get knocked down. Um, yeah, it's bad. But they fought me on PS3 at A, and I'm a Sony fanboy, and I was trying to bring it down to... Now, the second half of that gen, of 7th gen, they nailed it. I think Sony killed it, and then 360 was kind of wavering. But really nailed it, but I was to give it a B at the highest. <clears throat> that's come from a Sony at my heart. I bleed, I bleed blue, just like Twitter. Last question, original Xbox... We got that. Oh, they immediately, Pierce kept talking over me and screaming. It's got Halo. It's got Halo. It's got Halo. Um, he put it, and we got it to B. We were back and forth, but we got it to B. Where were you trying to put it? I thought ah. that it didn't have a great exclusive library. I was what? Like, I what? What? Knights of, the, Knights of the Old Republic? Hey, Not I great? I, it, it, I think a, didn't that come out on PC at the same time? 
No, not no. It was it was mainly focused on console, but Fable, Halo, Ninja Gaiden is all that like some exclusives I think are worth it on that system. But I would argue the Xbox is a C to B Halo. Console. That was if we're talking about weights on different things. I gave it. I did relent to giving it a B because Halo, because that yeah. is such a ginormous cultural like crazy phenomenon and everything it's like that you know gets that so um you can take this up with pierce any any problems you have you got it to b right i got it to b i give it b that's what i would give it yeah so that's where that's where it was at because i i I was wanting to give it lower but he convinced me he just kept screaming it's got halo and i said that's true it's got oh my god to see it it's got Um, halo but yeah we had we had a lot of fun check out every thursdays except next week any thanksgiving stuff check it on twitter while it's still there i'm i'm working on it guys check it on twitter when we're going live and uh we are playing through resident evil 4 we played like 20 minutes i got through and then we did that for uh the rest of the hour and a half uh last time so not much progress was made you're gonna finish that game in 10 years yeah next time no ranking we're just gonna <coughs> try to get ashley where she needs to be yeah i'm on the what what, what act are you in uh i no, i just got ashley and i've i ran past a giant with her um okay that's where i'm at right now um have you put her in a dumpster yet? Yes. Pierce told me to. He's like, you got to check this out. And I threw it in a dumpster last time. So it's one of my favorite features. I'm wondering how they'll do that in the remake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was a lot of stuff. Um, what the heck else happened? Let me pull up my notes here. Um, I, I can tell you what I've been playing. Um, Did a Call cause... of Duty come out? Yeah. So, yeah, man, look. All right. <laughs> All right, look, man, it's time to go dark. All right. All right. Zero three sixty. Uh, put on. Uh, NW2, the most innovative Call of Duty in the history of Call of Duty. 3,000 developers. 3,000. That's where all my years. friends have went. From in the oven, all right? Three years in the oven. <coughs> Dropped at the end of October. Now, look, this is just the multiplayer. It wasn't anything crazy. They gave us the campaign a little early, knocked it out. Good campaign. You know, about 11 hours. It was very clean. Very- the, now, I have a question about the campaign. Is the campaign, they have, it's almost like a Final Fantasy VII remake thing a little bit. They're kind of, some stuff's tweaking. They're changing. Yeah, they're, they're completely it's they're not kinda, like the, it's not like the original Modern Warfare Two, correct? Correct, correct. They've they, they've changed the the story. They kind of went back and said, "Hey, that old story, it's not canon. This is the new one." Oh um, yeah, this is, is the new it rebuild. Like, it's Call of Duty built rebuild. Is it the same characters and a similar yeah, plot? So you still got you still got soap. You got Captain not Price. So- you got Gus. Um, you got Ghost. You got you know all the normal guys. You know the the original crew is there. And then you still have all the bad guys like Shepard and, you know, Rose and uh, what's the other one? Uh, oh, what's the guy that starts with the M from Russia? Um, from Markov or whatever. Markov or whatever. Markov. Um, so all the normal baddies are there. But anyways, um, it dropped and, you know, most innovative COD. Uh, but I've been playing it. I have about two days now of game time in the multiplayer. Um, and I can tell you this. This game sucks. Um, it's not good. Now the multiplayer sucks. 
they only release five maps on rotation um the game is completely buggy and it completely lags out every Are you being for time. real i thought you loved this no 100 percent being for real um oh wow then let's talk about the other issue that we have with this game all right because again, again 3,000 developers you know 3,000 people worked on this freaking game um they we didn't get warzone on day one not a big deal because that means i can grind my guns and level them up um they they have made the gun mechanics oh let me hold on okay yeah the gun mechanics they've made the gun mechanics where as you unlock one gun you unlock other guns so the way it works is if you want a specific gun like let's say i want the mp5 i have to then go level up its sister gun the, which is going to be the Lockman 762, which is a battle rifle. I have to get to a certain level. Then I get the assault rifle version of it. Then I have to get that to a certain level. And then I get the chance to unlock the SMG version, which is the MP5. So I have to grind guns that suck to get the one gun that I want. And then on top of that, I don't even get the attachments for it because I have to grind another gun to get the attachments for that MP5. Man. So they've really changed the way the progression system works um the worst well here's the thing i get it they want everyone to not sit there and just grind the guns that are going to be the most important guns they want everyone to play every gun and make the grind longer yeah no one i'm gonna tell you about this i'm not gonna say that 85 percent of the people who buy w2 are buying it because of warzone 2 warzone 2 which dropped yesterday um great game a phenomenal game i have six wins already um good start so zone you like but you don't like the well, multiplayer of modern warfare 2 correct yes <clears throat> but i got some other issues with warzone i'm gonna take up for a second too oh shit um, did you get banned again yeah. no i'm not i'm not banned um okay. i recovered that account um but nonetheless uh then here's the issue i'm gonna have with this game and just in general the priority isn't there you know the smooth gameplay is the most important thing when it comes to playing a game they will sit there and make sure to grind every little other detail how the bullets come out of the gun how you know how the things look how the like how the aesthetic of the game feels but they will not put content in the game that we need they won't put maps dude five maps launching like is a joke in a call of duty game like an absolute joke i, I think that's more than halo infinite had that's my problem and these companies and I, i've been saying this for years the standard in a triple a video game that includes live service mentality has completely went down the toilet it is the biggest joke in the world and i sit here and i say this because i'm one of the people who spend money on this game and i look at it and saying man i really want to kick myself in the nads for the things i do for this sinking company because i'm the reason why they're able to do the stuff they do and it just sucks it really does it's, i wish that companies cared i wish that companies actually worked on it because you can't tell me three years in the oven three thousand developers and this is the crap we get Nah, dude buzz off man so then we jump into warzone all right warzone 2 the re-innovation the the greatest the second coming of what has been known as one of the greatest brs to hit the market all right it comes out and i'm jumping in and i'm jumping in at three frames per second until i pull my parachute automatically and then the game finally decides to start working a little bit um now so let's start with maybe that. the server's overloaded maybe Dude, the server's i don't give a i don't give a crap the server's three years overloaded. three hey how many years three years in the making three thousand developers and you're telling me you can't fix the most simplest of the the first thing a beta tester would do which is jumping into the game and you can't get that running right <clears throat> nah buzz off dog it don't work like that i don't give a crap three years dog three years all right 
So then let's talk about the other issue they made in this game. They have completely pulled out the idea of like, you know, the made beautiful Call of Duty beautiful back in the day is when you got into a game and when you got into that game, you didn't know who you were playing up against. You could be playing against a Call of Duty pro or you could be playing against some 60 year old man who just touched a controller for the first time. It doesn't matter. No skill based matchmaking is cranked up to 15 in this game. So if you have one good game, and I'll give you my example. I, I had a game where I popped off for 45 kills. I only died eight times. A really good game. That's a good game, all right? The next game, I kid you not, I was playing with the YouTube streamer Cloaksy, who this dude occasionally, and I'm saying like occasionally, in his sleep, will get 75 kills in a game. So I'm sitting here just getting crapped on because I just had one good game. And I'm, I'm talking like you get punished for playing the game. And that's just wow. where like it just isn't fun. Warzone follows that suit. We will get we'll drop in and get a dub. And the next thing you know is we're fighting for our lives because we're playing against people who are just really good at the game. I, I want an even coding. I want to be able to play against anyone, but I also want to be able to play against people who aren't as good as well. I feel like it shouldn't be this giant, like, oh, you just had one good game. Let's go ahead and just throw you into the freaking wolves and just see how you go. And people say, oh, Jacob's early. It's early skill-based matchmaking. Nah, man. That's what they want you to think, dude. This is how they keep you. Wait, like, I have, I have, I'm just having trouble following. So you want to play against anybody, but then your example of being upset was you played against some bad people and then you played against a streamer. Wouldn't that be playing against anybody? How is it bad people when the other people on the other team are going positive? I, it'd be different if the people on like the game I popped off on, if they were all a negative, but they all weren't negative. They were all either even or some of them was positive. I think there was one person who was like, I'm not gonna lie, was like eight and like 20 something. <clears throat> all right, that happens in every game. Mm -hmm. But like to be reversed, the reverse side of it, like everyone on that team I was on was all in the negatives that game. So I just are you stuck to where you're playing streamers constantly now? No, no, that was the only that was the only time I was like, wow, I know that dude. I like legitimately know that dude. Um, but I can say this, like, I don't have like an amazing KD in this game. I don't have like a killer. I just like, okay, there's another issue in Warzone, but I'm not going to, I don't want to crap on everything. I'm having fun. I'm having fun in Warzone. The map is great. I will say this. I do really do like the map. The old map in Warzone 1 was pure dookie ever since they got rid of Adonsk. Like, it's bad. But this new map, um, Al Murata, is it's really good. I, I think they did a good job with that. But the issue um, that I'm having with it is just like, you can't tell me that a company can spend this much much time and this much money on this game and this is what we get um it's just not the same it's just not mm. it's just not fun well, i gotta say you know? you've you've convinced me i'm buying this <laughs> well, what i was gonna ask is i i have modern warfare 2 on my christmas list should i not get this game would you not recommend it because here's I, the I, thing. I feel like the story everyone has really yeah, loved. But that's I, the same I, I, thing. That's why it's on my Christmas list. I don't know if 70 is going to do it. 20, 2019, uh, Call of Duty, yeah, everybody said the story was great. It was only seven hours. So they increased the story time a little bit. But, man, I don't play a first-person shooter to play the story. I play it to play the multiplayer. Multiplayer is just it's punishing. It's just not rewarding. I, I thought you were liking the multiplayer. Did you just play more and not like it? I thought you were saying you, you loved the multiplayer Modern Warfare 2. No, was that the beta war zone? I don't know. Yeah, what? yeah, I was having fun. I was having fun with the beta because it was new and shiny. Now that I've actually sat here and grinded, I'm like, ah, dude, this isn't fun. I'm miserable. Mm. See, like, but now is it better than Black Ops? Because nobody liked Black Ops after they started playing it, but I liked it. And I love. I tell you right now, Black Ops had it. 
The one that we just had a couple years ago? Yeah, yeah Cold War. That Cold was Cold War. War. Cold War hey. was good, man. See, no, see everybody was crapping on Cold War, and I was liking it. So just, let's just I play Cold too. War. We have Cold War. Let's just play yeah. that. Yeah, I, I, I like Cold I still have Cold War installed. This game dropped without a hardcore. And that's another thing. This game dropped without a hardcore mode, which is a staple. And without a combat record, like you couldn't check the score, like the like leaderboards. What is up with current gen? Halo did that, didn't have score leaderboards at first. What happened, dude? I'm just you. You know what happened? Came to Twitter. You know what happened? No. What happened was they want to pander. All right, they want to pander to the the lower denomination, the lower idea of like hey we want everyone to feel included now dude, i don't care if i suck at the game i just want to look at stuff i want to be able to have a hardcore mode hardcore mode is like a staple yeah. but anyways um the other big issue i'm having in warzone is like um you'll get you'll get texture where like a building will reach all the way up to the sky and it's not really reaching all the way up to the sky so what's happening is like the texture isn't really loading and what's be, what it's becoming is this giant blob so someone would be standing on top of the building and I can't see him because it's a giant blob. Wow. Does that make sense? Well, you've unconvinced me. Should I not get Modern Warfare 2? I don't know what to do. I, I, did, I would turmoil. get Warzone's free. And Warzone's the only reason I play this game. They do have a DMZ, which is called basically Escape from Tarkov. Yeah. That's baked into Warzone, and it's really fun. I'm having a lot of fun I with that. did see that you can go to Amsterdam in the sing- in the campaign. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, too, when I was yeah, in Amsterdam. You do go to Amsterdam. So I, I can <clears throat> save a lot of money and just play it there and do all my deeds. You could. In the game. Yeah. So, I, oh, third-person mode's back, and I do think third-person mode's a ton of fun. I do like how I'd play in that. There's third-person Call of Duty. Yep, they brought it back. It was in an MW2 back when it first came out, um, but it was the only time it was ever in. It was MW2, the old one. And they're like, hey, in order to honor MW2, we brought third-person mode back. I'm going to have to look that up. That's crazy. It's, it's really fun. I will say it, it makes it a lot more fun. And there's no skill-based matchmaking in third-person mode. Don't know why, but there isn't. It's just wow. weird. It's crazy. It's different. Um, so I've been playing that. Um, I'm still gonna play Warzone because I love Warzone. I love playing with friends, so I'm gonna keep doing that. Um, got Among Us in VR. I can talk about that for a second. I've been seeing people um, play that. It's a ton of fun. I now I will say it's a babysitter simulating yeah, like simulator. I, I've been cracking up seeing like adults like chasing kids down in VR. Oh yeah, going, I mean, I'm gonna get you, and the kids are screaming at the top of their lungs. That there was so one freaking fun. There was one squeaker I was playing with, and I just kept saying, "Hey man, you know I'm gonna kill you at one point." And he's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, yeah, I will. I just haven't done it yet, but I will. You know, I'm just sitting there like, but so like, I wish I had more like older friends to play with um, in VR, but I will say for what it is, it's a very good Among Us. Like it's scary. Like when the lights shut off, it's legitimately scary. Cause you're yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to get, I'm going to get murked. Like it's coming. Like I just don't know where it's coming from. Um, so that's like, I've been playing that, which that's been really fun and been actually um, enjoyable. The only other thing that's really just been, on my radar to play um has been god of war ragnarok um i have it um i've heard amazing things i just haven't committed the time to it i haven't had it um just because call of duty came out and i've been playing that and yeah i mean i got caught off work yesterday or was it yesterday yeah i think it was yesterday i got off work yesterday just to play like i just that's just been what i've been doing so um i will play war ragnarok at some point i have it downloaded ready to go um just haven't done it yet cool yeah yeah i want to get that too i can't do 70 for that one i'm not 
a huge God of War fan to do to do 70 yet, but yeah, I've just heard good stuff from Ragnarok. Um, it, I mean, that's crazy to me because I feel like God of War when it first came out, the last one, it was it was game of the year for me. So like, well, let us know how that goes. I'm with hey, you, Zach. I'm. Dude, here's the thing. Ragnarok could sit in the freaking toilet for three years and come out shining. Warzone sat in the toilet for three years, and guess what? It needs to be flushed freaking down. It's not fair, dude. But that's the thing. Santa Monica, they have, like, what, 50 employees? And you're telling me the company has 3,000? Can't freaking put out a good... Oh, my gosh, dude. It's a joke, dude. It's a joke nowadays. Developers... You want to talk, hey, you want to talk people getting laid off? Twitter should be getting laid off. These developers should be getting laid off. That's what should be happening. We just lowered our standards. That's what it is. It's just me and Bobby and Jamie in the back, and <laughs> we're doing all the compliance stuff to make sure there's no, like, hate speech. It's just us three, so we'll get it. Go on. Uh, that, that is, oh, that is one thing they did. I forgot. They added a system to where they're recording your voice chat now, so if you get reported enough for saying inappropriate things, they will ban you. Okay. That's actually kind of a W. Because I will say, I've heard the N-word. Uh, proximity chat's in Warzone now, so if you're near somebody, you can hear them talking. Yeah. I have been called the N-word a lot, and I just boot into the game and report them, and hopefully I get, they get banned. But now they record all that stuff, and they can... Yeah, they, re they record that. all of it, so they'll record okay. it, and they said if it's enough infractions, they'll just end up banning them. Okay. That's a big W. Because, yep. I mean, I will say, five-year-olds go unchecked, and they think that stuff's okay. Yeah. I have been playing two games this month. Bayonetta 3. I ended up being beating No More or yeah, No More Heroes 3 was last time I talked about that. That game was really fun. And I went straight into another Japanese crazy action game. I'm just that's my mood right now for the end of the year. Really like No More Heroes 3 a lot. That was fun, but something I love a little bit more. That Bayonetta. And this one is really freaking fun. Uh, there are parts where it's like the graphics. I'm playing a PlayStation 2 game in 2022. I'm playing a PlayStation 2 game with the textures, but it makes up for it in the scenarios. And that's what I like about Bayonetta 1 and 2 is like you'll be fighting and you can summon these kind of like in the middle of a fight, you can press a button and summon these like demons that'll fight for you. These giant, like a dragon or a giant spider. And that like is part of your combo. So like you press a button and like this comes out, like a dragon will punch somebody or whatever else. And with this one, there's scenarios where it's like, you're chasing down this giant thing in the city that's tearing up the city and you'll run and you'll jump on the back of this dragon. And the dragon is holding with its claws two boats and the boats are like roller skates for it. And it's like going down the river on this thing. And you're just, it, it's like, I'm like cackling how funny it is. Like the, the different scenarios and the off the wall stuff with the characters. So really having a lot of fun with it. Um, and the soundtrack is extremely good. It's like this jazzy, you would love it, Travis. I think it's like this jazzy, almost like you walk into a jazz club at like in Cincinnati. Nice. Very freaking good. Um, so Bayonetta 3. Very cool. I have had uh, that first one on Steam forever. I just never it's, played it. I kind of want to go back and play 1 and 2 now because I played 1 and 2 because I think I just was trying to catch up to 2 at the time and I kind of played 1 on easy and I just wanted to get through it or whatever. But like I'm playing on normal now 
and you have to like dodge and and you have a good rhythm with the dodging and stuff it's like that's yeah. the way to play it is normal not well, easy, but. well let me ask you this so like those kinds of character action games yeah. devil may cry bayonetta uh i've never played any of those I don't think I played a little bit of God of War one, but I never finished yeah. it, but I went out and I bought these and I got my PS2 over here. Devil may cry one and yeah. three. Yeah. And so I almost oh, I wanted, <laughs> well, I heard it wasn't good. Yeah, and also yeah. this is what I could find at local flea markets yeah, and stuff. It sucks. <laughs> Should I skip two if I play them? Yeah, I would not. I would never play that one. No. Wow. Okay. Um, I heard it was made by other guys too. Like it's made by different people. Yeah, I think um, so. It just is a waste of time. Um, but would you recommend? I I always have thought of Devil May Cry as like the originators of some of that, and I've been in a big Resident Evil kick. So yeah. I was like, maybe I'll play Devil May Cry one. Would you recommend doing that before I play like a Bayonetta? Um, yeah, you or... got them, and I think that they have their own. Move. <clears throat> and it's the same developer he worked on one and three maybe hidaki uh -huh. hidaki coming up so he worked on this one too oh he worked um, on bayonetta too yeah he's oh the, the i didn't director. know that he's the designer okay. for that too so so he did those two those devil may cry so oh. they all have the, they share the same dna of course bayonetta or whatever has a much more fluid whatever because it's more it's a newer game but i i, I think one actually is the most unique uh, Devil May Cry one because it is it feels like a Resident Evil game. There's like the the same. It'll change camera angles when yeah. you go down the hall. It has some frustrations in it, but it feels like a Resident Evil creepy game. It has its own cool vibe. And then I think Devil May Cry three on and one has one does have goofiness in it, but I think three and and all his other games have a goofy factor that are it makes for a fun game. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'd highly recommend Bayonetta 3. I, I, I usually, that's not my jam. I kind of like those, watching my friend play those, like type of like hack and slash. Not hack and slash, but like this has combos and stuff you can do with it. I, I would compare it to Devil May Cry he liked um, and watched him play that a lot. And I, did, I never really wanted to seek out and get those, but Bayonetta, like when it got to two on the Wii U, I was like, Let's, it's time to jump into these seem fun. And uh, yeah. if you like wacky Japanese games like that, these are great. Nice. The other thing I've been playing is thanks to this little device right here. It is my analog pocket. I ordered this last year and it finally came. This is a highly sought after freaking item. But uh, see, I'm playing Sword of Mana is what I'm playing on it right now. I really that. like that device. That's cool. And... I did not know it was going to be kind of this big. Like, I don't know if you can see how big this thing is, but it feels great in the hand. It has two shoulder buttons back here, kind of like the SP. It's very similar to the SP, the shoulder buttons back here, but then you got the front there and you have a little button right here that takes you like to the home menu for the, the device. But um, I was like back and forth because when this thing I ordered this thing I knew it was like high in demand and I waited like I was like I'll pre-order it it kind of looks cool I got it pre-ordered said hey it's going to come towards the end of 2022 and as it got closer I started looking on eBay and they if you had a pre-order they were selling for $500 I paid like 200 so as it got closer I was like do I resell this do I need to play a handheld thing what am I going to do I finally got it and I said, you know what? You live one life, you should enjoy it. So I opened that sucker up and I was like, I wanna play these games and I'm so glad I did because I've been playing Florida Mana. 
I got save states on it. I'm sitting back on the couch playing that. The screen is gorgeous. It's big. Um, freaking love it. Um, so you can it, play all different types of things with it. Yes. Yeah, so it has a cartridge slot. And that's what I was kind of excited for at, at first. Because like, oh, you can literally put in Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advanced into that slot. And it'll work. Wow. But, uh, but I was like, you know what's exciting is to like... Well, what's uh, well, it's exciting that you can just they added these things called cores um, and what those are when you emulate a game, you're just emulating a software version of that console, basically. And you're playing P your PS1, your N64, whatever. And it's not like one to one what the hardware was doing and how it was processing the code. It just runs it through this emulator, whatever software emulator. This has added all of these different cores and you can um, you can add different cores. And what that means is I've got a GBA core right now in there. It runs one to one like a GBA would. And I even like remember as a kid in that game, certain times it would lag or whatever. It lags in the same exact ways because it's emulating the hardware of the GBA. It's one to one, like the way wow. you the way it's supposed to actually run the game. Um, which is helpful for like what like you really want to get that same feel for those games mm -hmm. um, Good and bad like uh, like I said it kind of slows down at certain points, but that's how I remember playing it That's how like, you know the feel of the game, but very freaking cool when you can uh, Get systems to do that. That's, that's very, awesome very So they they have that for like Neo Geo pocket. They have Game Boy Game Boy Color Game Boy Advance Super Nintendo Nintendo um, And more cores are coming like they're making more and adding all that stuff on there. So Good I played deal. it that way, and I was excited to play uh, with the cartridges. Um, but then I was like, "Do I really want to like risk if I take this out or dropping cartridges and stuff?" And it's like, "No, I'll just play it on the core." So, got that on there. Analog pocket. You can't get one. Uh, they're hard, hard to get. But if you had one, you would be happy if you had <laughs> one. Uh, and it charges. It charges with a USB C, and it even has the link cable. You could do the link cable crap down there. That's really cool. Yeah. But <clears throat> that's yeah, like the final that. form of the Game Boy. This is like and it feels like that's why I've left like the plastic on the back because it just feels like a high end. Like, I mean, it was like 200 something dollars, but it's like a high end device. Yeah, um, I would actually I, I saw some review of it. That's why I was like, should I open this or whatever? And I was watching the review. And I was like, this looks fun. But one thing he even said, he was like, when I go in the subway or whatever, I'm bringing a different like one with me like a like a cheaper one to like emulate old game boy games or whatever and he's like this i'm keeping at my house because it's like wow it feels it just feels solid it's like a solid nice cool thing so analog pocket oh and sword man is really fun i played that game back in the day. it came out in 03 and uh, i never beat it so i'm like kind of going through back on now i'm like in a gba kick so you might hear some more gba games i'm playing um but yeah I love the GBA. That was one of my, that was probably <coughs> the first personal console I owned. I think, I yeah. think I had that around the same time or before I had an N64 and, uh, I played like the Lord of the Rings games. I played the Harry Potter games. I played like Lego city Two. They had a lot you know. of good, like kids games. Yeah. yeah. I played a lot of just random stuff on that. I really loved, and I'll probably actually put it, uh, you know, emulate it and put it on here or whatever. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. 
they it's like a top down but it's like isometric 3d i've seen it's that. like an overworld thing as a kid i was like well i was obsessed with tony hawks so i was going to get that game but it's very freaking fun it's very fun and then yeah. when i was going back and like seeing i'll go when i'm like in the mood to play a system and it's like i'm in a gba mode what's the best like rated or the ones people recommend tony hawks pro skater is always in like that top five yeah. all those lists and i was like yeah i mean i i was obsessed with that game how it crazy so they well. crushed it in 3d and they crushed it on the handheld yeah that, yeah that one was it's just a weird weird awesome. thing how good those games were yeah but yeah gba also had like super nintendo ports we got linked to the past uh on there we got a remake of metroid uh, metroid for the nes on there mm-hmm. um but yeah great system good system so, I'm well, mode. we got a new system that we have a release date and price for. The PlayStation VR 2. You've heard me. You've heard me bleed. Bleed Sony on this channel. And I've said day one. Sure enough, I sent you the way you had to get a pre-order. You had to go to the their site and click a button and said here you can maybe get an invite if you clicked it. And I clicked it and they said, good luck. So the day before, two days before or whatever, I got it. I got an email and it said, here's your link. They said, don't share it to anybody. Don't freaking like open it in a different device. Once you click this link, don't click it in a different device. Like don't frick it up. So I, I did all that. It was a very, very easy process. What it did is like on the email, it said, hey, show up at like 11 a.m. to this time. And that's when you can get the system. I saw on Twitter, people were like, you can actually go, like, it's up 15 minutes early, showed up, click the thing. I got that, and I got the 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 controller chargers uh, for that, because that was kind of a poor deal with the PSVR one, charging both those move controllers, because I had to get both of my ports um, on the PS4 and with two USB cables to plug those individually in, like those move controllers, and I was like, Let's find something uh, else. So they made like, it's like a you just slap them in this dock with the PSVR 2 controller. So I was like, let's just freaking do this right this time. So got that coming. Um, yeah, we got a price too. Uh, since we've last talked about this, it was $550. More than the PlayStation 5. Yes, that was PSVR. pretty shocking. Very shocking. But the... I look the the PS VR one was four hundred dollars, and it used that old PS three technology at four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So I was like at five fifty, and we actually get legit two hyper crazy technology controllers and that headset with the new technology. It's like that's high, but it's like I I I just love if I would have never played the PS VR instead of the five fifty price, I probably would have waited but they really made me a believer with what they've already done. And um, I'm going to get the Horizon game at launch. And then they also have the new Alchemy Alchemy Labs with an (coughs) Al, who um, the people who made Job Simulator. It's uh, Cosmo something. They're a good good VR developer. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they so I I love job simulator and all that stuff. And I was like, well, I'm pretty probably safe with this other thing they got going. So um, getting those two at launch and we'll see what we see. 
I'll probably we'll probably do like a I did that for PSVR one when I first got that I, I spent a couple hours and did a stream so I hope that they figure out like I can stream to twitch yeah you'll be able to stream from the ps5 because the the way it's going to operate at least this one will um you know how like you could stream from the ps5 directly right with the camera and everything yeah um you'll just do the same thing you always do the biggest difference is going to be like the idea that hey i'm going to use the camera like for example like you know the games on the your tv screen you're going to use that same thing to stream to switch so they'll just see what's inside yeah. your head headset it's really yeah. cool it's, it'll be probably the best thing to stream like vr content because right now streaming VR content is kind of a big pain in the butt. Yeah. Um, but you'll be able to get that taken care of pretty quickly. I cool. think it's worth the price. Um, I'm not going to get it. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, look I get through. It, yeah. But I definitely think it's worth the price. And hopefully it runs, if not, runs really well using the PS5. Yeah. So I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about it. One cable. We're down to one cable now. We don't need. Hey, amen, dude. Uh, we don't need the. Uh, we don't need the camera. Either. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't need. Right. It's all. It's all inside-out tracking technology. That you <coughs> should be in most VR sets. Yeah. Um. So yeah, PSVR two. Check it out. A shirtless man. A shirtless man, leaked. Kojima's next game. When I when I saw this wow. and I watched this video, I was I hadn't slept in 22 hours and I was in a museum in Amsterdam because when you fly over there. You don't go to bed because it jumps you forward eight hours. Yeah. So um, it was 11 o'clock my time when we landed, like a, like 11 o'clock at night. But it was 8 a.m. Amsterdam time. And we didn't want to waste the day. So they tell you, just go and do your best to run. So I was on 22 hours of no sleep. I had done an eight-hour plane ride. I had done a you know, full day traveling before that. I'm standing in a museum looking at like Rembrandt paintings and stuff. I'm so tired, bloodshot eyes, um, probably more than 22 hours a week. It was probably 30 at that point. Oh and I gosh. pull up my phone and I see overdosed footage. And I open you this up like, what <laughs> and I'm standing, I'm waiting for my buddy to come out of the bathroom. And I see this video and the layers peel back slowly. So there's yeah, gameplay. So there's gameplay. And it yeah. and it looks really realistic. And it's the girl from the leftovers, Margaret Qualley, or she was in yeah. Death Stranding. So I see that. And I'm like, okay. Then I see, oh, well, this looks like it's a it was a YouTube video. And then I'm like, well, how did this leak? It's a YouTube video. Why would this even be on YouTube, even private? Why would somebody put this on YouTube? But then I see there's a streamer in the corner and I, like a girl like streaming this in this YouTube video. And I was like, well, that's weird. How would this leak? Why would somebody be streaming this in a private video in yeah. YouTube? And then I, I kept, I'm like, well, but actually this is a TV. This is somebody watching the stream. Yeah. And then it hits me. You see the reflection on the TV of the shirtless man filming. Yeah. This is a real house of leaves situation, you know, a frame yeah. within a frame within a frame. So I was, uh, my brain was gone. Yeah. So I did not really engage with the content of the video, but that is the funniest thing to me. And I don't know, did we ever find out who this guy was, or maybe you have more information. All I know I is know. what I watched. And then I no, stopped the, the shirtless man is uh, maybe his Kojima's <laughs> next mystery. Cause we don't know who he is either. Uh, yeah. What that was with the girl in the corner, that was, um, 
that video was more of a proof of concept. All that stuff wasn't like real, real time. It was showing that streamer because, and it's hard to say, I mean, this is all leaked stuff that people were trying to piece together, but what that is looking like is, it's a horror game, but it's like a multiplayer horror game in which somebody else is controlling the stuff in that world or whatever. So like there was something chasing her or something in the in the thing or whatever, and she's trying to get away from it. Like another person could be doing, that's why they were showing the streaming stuff, like a proof of concept, like somebody else is controlling that stuff. Oh, okay. That's what people piece together. That's not all <laughs> official, of course, but that's what people were like saying. Um, but yeah, that it did the same to me. I was like, what am I looking at here? Why is the quality bad? And then when it went black, the screen he was watching, it was like that. Cause what happened was the way he was, the reason he was doing that is the origin of even this video, it was shared, I guess there's a service or now that everybody's working from home, that's why I think we're getting, I mean, we talked about it for GTA six. I think that had something to do with it, but they have basically their own version of Snapchat and their like business channels or whatever that like they can they'll show something but it's like it'll it deletes after whatever time so he was recording somebody else that had recorded basically a short snippet thing and then he got sent the short like everything was all time based to where he only had one shot so that's why he was recording that like just like this or whatever but i just love he didn't have a shirt on <laughs> and i love the fact that kojima has never to my knowledge, and I've been a Kojima fan for a while, nothing's ever leaked ever from his stuff. He's always had these big E3 moments, these big things where we're shocked and screaming. It's always been that, this bombastic kind of like reveal. To see that his next thing he's working on, he probably had a crazy plan for, get leaked from a shirtless guy just yeah. in the corner was such like, I felt bad for <laughs> Kojima, but also it's such so ridiculous that he probably had this cool plan, and that's yeah. how we saw it, is this guy with no shirt on. So, <laughs> uh, it, He's had a good run in terms of things yeah. not leaking, I guess. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> he, the streak has been broken. Um, but that was Kojima's next game, Overdose. I guess that's the Xbox That's the Xbox um, game he's working Exclusive. on. Exclusive. And he always I, said he, it was going to need the cloud to do it, so it has to be something with the cloud, or something with, like... Other players Travis, are able to play in it. I don't know. Can I? Um, I want to give you a kudos. All right. I feel like you don't get enough of these. All right. I'm gonna give you one. Give him a um, kudo. I got an Xbox One S about a month and a half ago. Um, it, it's the neatest thing ever, and I say that because like I have a PC, but sometimes I want to sit on my couch and just having that. And you mentioned this like two and a half months ago. Or three months something like that and i was like you know what travis i thought of you when i got it and <laughs> it it definitely it's been nice it's been yeah. really nice that little and you have the little series s the one with no disc no disc all digital yeah and it runs great that like yeah it's a competitor dude if not a competitor it's in its own little world and it's doing well it is and it does you can quick resume different games is the coolest feature about it like you yeah. can have multiple things running and just switch between them. No, I, I got, I'm glad you got one. That's cool. I got, yeah, I got game pass and I, I was just, I was diddling around with it. And, um, I'm like, man, this thing, this thing hits, it does all the right things for what a console should do. Yeah. So 
I just want to make sure you knew, like, I was thinking of you when you said I'm glad. That. Like, hey, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I, I, Same for me. Like, I've got it. It's a little Game Pass machine. I just install stuff, mess around. I got some games I want to play right now because, actually, they've been popping off lately. They've been releasing yep. a lot of stuff, little mm -hmm. games. And uh, uh, a Plague Tale sequel came out. I want to play that. So, no, that's just, cool. In a little market where, like, everything's all big and beefy, they're like, hey, here's a really nice machine that's powerful but it doesn't have like all the bells and whistles all you have to do is pay twenty dollars a month and you can have everything you want yeah yeah so it was really cool it's definitely yeah. oh it's the, you're doing the and we mentioned that when we were ranking the console stuff it's you're doing that paid thing where you just pay for the system over time yeah and absolutely. you get game and you get game pass with that right yep that's, that's amazing great <laughs> and yeah we were saying that's the best deal in gaming ever like yeah for a, that's pretty crazy. That's an install game. That's an install deal. Like that's them trying to get it in the houses. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of stuff you want. So For you sure. said Xbox and you said exclusive. I was like, you know what? Travis needs this because Stadia really crapped on him and he needs this one. No, so. Stadia lasted just as long as I needed it to really. So <laughs> I, I actually feel great about Stadia. Yeah. yeah it, it lasted within those three years. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. It, it lasted just past the three years. Yeah. Uh, just under it. Um, uh, I actually, I'm actually going to play some Stadia later tonight, and I'll stream it oh, for the you channel. Can. I, I can, I can't in the store. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. You know, <laughs> it's I, maybe, maybe, maybe not. But I can play on the, yeah. the system now. So yeah. <clears throat> that just sounds like an unsolved mystery to me. Unsolved yeah. mysteries came out with a new season. We talked in the past of aliens. Alien sightings, craziness, and we got murders again. More murders. More murders. If you some, like murders, some potential are. murders, potential, you know, somebody just, you know, gave up basically. Yeah. You know, there was, there was just, there was some interesting cases in this season. Yeah, there was. Um, we really enjoyed the, um, there is, a paranormal episode that features these two it's like this reservation land and these two like navajo rangers what happens is they kind of these rangers are all like um patrolling this reservation and so many bigfoot sightings and alien <laughs> sightings happen that their boss comes to these two guys in this like that are patrolling and saying we're splitting you off we need you to to just um investigate all this paranormal stuff and the first thing out of that guy's mouth he's like when they told him that he's like oh we're just the x-files yeah like, that'd be the funniest thing if you come home from work how's work today i'm now the x-files yeah like, i have to go <laughs> discover bigfoot like that'd be so freaking funny but uh, it's not funny long because there is legitimate like so many freaking sighting so many like reports to where it's like you can't have an entire like alarming rate of people saying they see hundreds something. there were hundreds there is something absolutely out there you know what i mean like there's yeah. something crazy there's smoke there's fire with this stuff so um, I thought what was crazy was making my imagination go wild and I and maybe people in the paranormal community already think this but I had never been exposed to it 
they had a billion like bigfoot sightings in this one like little neighborhood whatever yeah they set up cameras and they caught like what looked to be this ape-like thing on the camera they had but it didn't come from the sides it just popped up or it was running from the side i can't remember what it did but basically it just disappeared like off of the camera footage and they were like this is where we've also seen like a ufo and stuff saying basically like a bigfoot is a type of alien a type of whatever yeah and i was just like my imagination <clears throat> went crazy and yeah I was, that was interesting that. to me because bigfoot stuff has always been like ah haha ha, bigfoot but yeah. that connection was interesting also yeah. he said some of the natives believe i don't know if this was tied in with the skinwalker thing but i think that they believe that bigfoot's kind of a spiritual entity and yeah. it's it summons itself physically but it also doesn't always have a physical form which would make sense of why you can't always find them sometimes yeah. so yeah, once I learned it could like teleport and do a warp or do a fast travel. Yeah. Like in an open world game, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Um, you got me there. Yeah. But the end of that episode was cracking me up because, like, they talk about the skinwalkers, which is terrifying, uh, which are these creatures who can like change forms, right? Like, they can change from like animals, different animals to like a human. It can be a human. It can mimic or people. But it's always like a super white looking creature. It's like a totally white like thing when you actually see it, how it's supposed to be this alien creature, but very horrifying story. There was an orb, a weird orb that followed some lady like around, but the very end of the episode, they went to a government building that was haunted. And like all of the employees were saying, dude, we're here and like people like yelling we're hearing like creepy stuff going on and stuff in the next room and like i guess that place used to be a morgue back in the day i ain't working there i'm i'm staying right here elon um so they they decided hey we're gonna stay overnight at this place so the rangers get there with all their equipment and their team and they're sitting there and they hear a coin drop so they go in this room and they're in there and they're just sitting and then they hear another coin drop like behind them and then like the down the hall and eventually they like collected all the coins and they always landed heads up and there was always a coin like in there and i just turned to my wife and i was just like dude with inflation let's find this freaking place and just camp out and grab all this coin <laughs> but their theory was with bigfoot and the aliens and everything was all connected that it was all these inner dimensions of stuff and like stuff was coming through these different dimensions but very interesting episode very fun episode yeah uh one that i thought was funny because there was nothing unsolved about it was buffalo jim <laughs> because yeah. i i that was yeah, what i solved. it was like, yeah. we solved it. like we super solved this and his daughter for you know if jacob you didn't watch buffalo jim was this character over the top kind of guy in las vegas and he ran he a wrestling like a, uh he was kind of like a um freaking oh my gosh the guy off tiger he was like the tiger king kind of like just he was kind of uh, like that yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was like he had a wrestling organization in vegas and he 
always argued with the mob who like were next door at a club and like they always threatened to kill him and they always threatened to kill him like with luring him in with a prostitute and then he was found dead after being with a prostitute it was like the mob killed him there's no yeah. mystery here but the funniest thing and Jess and I keep quoting it is his daughter I mean god bless her her dad died but you know they're like he was found with cocaine that was not my dad he was 10 years sober from being a cocaine yeah. addict and yeah. he never did cocaine in front of me it's like why would he do cocaine in front of his daughter and you just told me he used to be an addict so now i'm not convinced at all they were like this is not him he would never do this he was like 15 years sober and it's like yeah i think he did yeah. it i think he 100 percent did it like i think he 1000 did this yeah. that, from the beginning i was like i looked i was like not solved or we solved it like it's uh, yeah in the first 10 minutes you know but like the mob stuff they just couldn't prove it or whatever else yeah well so, then they were like why would the girl that he was with leave after he overdosed it's like why would she not leave if she's a prostitute she and she's hanging out and this guy overdoses she's yeah. leaving there's no yeah. it, it all was the only time in this show where even where i think i know what happened i was like i know what ha we all can see exactly what happened mystery yeah. solved but you know it's the mob they can't prove it so yeah i thought also this is just an awful point <clears throat> They had her for the Netflix thing go back to the same exact motel room that the dad died and she in, went and she in there and she went in there and I would just tell Netflix I'd give him two middle fingers like yeah there's no way I'm going back like, in there what in the world stand out in front I might do but like God Almighty it's like this yeah. one I found him it's like God don't that was awful but was there one that stuck with you the most in terms of man that is crazy what happened I think about the kid in uh, the college that went missing uh left a party and they just yeah. never found him i think i think that he was probably either in the lake or connected to some of those other missing yeah. people that happened around yeah. there um, that one was the, weird yeah that one was the college kid disappeared then um the last well, one next to the last one of the lady having the dreams was freaking weird um having oh, the dreams yeah that one was bothering me because i don't that like was bothering us too because it's like that's real like that's, yeah yeah the, it, it was this one was less i won't even get into all the specifics sometimes these shows they're like what happened to this person no one knows this one was like brutal assault murder it was serial it was multiple people involved they were interviewing the people that did it some of them yeah and we know what happened the mystery is where's the body but yeah. it was like not my cup of tea in terms of how much they were going into some of the detail about what happened it was yeah. very sad and yeah, then it was sad. like linked onto this weird ghost story that jess and i were convinced this lady just was obsessed with that case and read that book and weaseled her way into really? moving into the apartment yeah because she's like and my daughter called her that name and the daughter's like i remember my mom telling me you know like it was yeah. just like they make it sound like she just discovered this case and but what she, about what about that detective though because the detective it was said, interesting he said i was in the middle of opening that case up for the first time in like 15 years no that was weird she called at the same time that no i that was weird yeah there's i don't know maybe she weird. had something but that one gave me the most goosebumps i think but also it had this most about it that was just i don't 
I don't I didn't watch that Dahmer. I don't I don't like the really sitting with yeah, all the I details of what these Dahmer really sick either. people do. So anyway. Yeah. Um with that being said, I I watched Dahmer. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to give you guys some heads up on what that one went. Yeah, did you? please, please. Yeah. I actually did watch Dahmer. Um out of, I'm surprised out of the three of us, I'm the only one to watch it. Well, um, I seriously, I had, I was doing something with my TV and it was playing the preview on Netflix. So like, you know how, if you leave it on something, it was like, just had come out and it started playing that preview. And I was sitting there and just felt just yucky. I did like, I was just like, I don't know if I could do this one. And then I heard like from the other podcast I listened to this guy that watches all these horror films. He was like, I kind of wish I didn't watch it. He was just like, it was like, it just really was disturbing. Like, yeah, this was I, a real I, dude, man. And, and, yeah. Like, and I think what added to that is I, knew about Dahmer and Dahmer was the worst when I researched all these serial killers I got a serial killer kick or whatever uh, everybody else is on Netflix I mean Dahmer, I'm not I Dahmer's no details yeah Dahmer's details and what was going on with him and like the way he killed all this stuff ugh who was the, the clown one? Who was that the clown was, series? That was John Wayne Gacy and I think that it's one, him that and Dahmer pretty, yeah him, that was pretty up but um you know Joker right like I left Joker feeling like dirt yeah this one yeah this one's worse this one's worse than Joker <laughs> um yeah. but just because like it goes, it goes into every detail of certain kills like the stuff he like how he baited him how he did the stuff he did yeah. how he just like and the one that stuck with me the most was the one where he tied the dude to the chair after he beat him and then sat there's like hey we're gonna watch all the videos of the guys i have that killed before him oh. he's like and hey, now i'm gonna take some pictures and i'm gonna kill you Oh my and then they sat there and they, it was literally from the scene for like three minutes was him sitting yeah. next to this dude touching his head while watching this video with him like uh, watching them kill these he's like here's where i cut this dude and i put him in the tank and he's like but then again this is where like it goes surprising outside. that you were of all people watch this i mean travis yeah i mean it goes outside i will say the the part that i enjoyed was the dynamic between the father and the mother just yeah. because like Okay, uh, I'm, a, I'm just going to propose this idea. Um, sometimes <laughs> you're not having video and not seeing your face and you're saying these things is killing me right now. Yeah, I'm so. sorry. But sometimes, like, you always have to be able to trace stuff back to the home. Yeah. And uh, yeah. there was a scene that I didn't, I didn't know this was the case, but, like, his dad got his son, like, really involved in, like, dissecting dead animals and, like, looking at them and messing with the body parts yeah. and stuff. And it went into detail about why he did that. And like the, in fact, I guess I, when I did the research, I found out like his dad didn't feel like he had a good connection with his son. And this yeah. was one of the things they could connect over. Mm. And so it just, he didn't know he was fueling yeah. what, the, what he was just really interested in. Um, a lot of people say it's just hyper fixation to the max. Like he just got hyper fixated on a bunch of terrible things. And yeah. then like socially and mentally, it just jacked him up. And he was like, he was an alcoholic too, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bo- yeah. a terrible alcoholic you know so just a lot of crazy stuff mixed in yeah from from a standpoint he did uh what was the actor's name i can't remember his name i think it's chris something um he killed it he's a great actor but from a from a backward standpoint <laughs> yeah, man, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was jacked up man it was really jacked up <laughs> yeah Dollar. um check it out no, I mean, or, or don't or don't <laughs> yeah everybody that so you would you recommend it or not recommend it <laughs> Uh, if you really like cin- like a good like cinegraphic piece about a person, yeah, check it out. If you have a weak stomach, don't check it out. Yeah, I just like I've just heard overall I, I, like maybe stay away from it. Even if that's gonna exist, I understand there's an audience for that, and this is maybe me just being idealistic. 
it shouldn't be named after him. I mean, name it monster or name it whatever. Like, yeah. just I think you're glorifying the guy. Like, you're dedicating an entire Netflix series to him and naming it and giving his background and making him yeah. sympathetic. Fuck Can them, I, man. Yeah. Fuck them for I, making yeah, that show. Yeah, there's probably a little bit of that. Yeah, that's. I that's think how I uh, the end of the show. So they kind of what you said. I get what you're saying. They did a thing where he was in prison. I don't know if you guys know this, but there was like a fan club after the thing came out about him. Like people were like fan clubbing him and like sending yeah. him fan mail and stuff in jail. Um, and they did a piece about that. And he actually had the actor say like, I don't know why I'm getting these. Uh, the guy who played Domery he's like, I don't know why I'm getting these. I don't deserve these. But yeah. he enjoyed, it showed that he enjoyed getting them. Yeah. Um, so it's just one of those things where I'm like, you know, I think they try to hit on that. It doesn't change the fact that like it's, it is basically glorifying the things they, I, they're making it known that he was a person and they're trying to justify some of the things he did. That's like, wild. There's no justification. I, like the dude yeah. killed a bunch of men, a lot of black men. Um, and like, let's just be honest. It wasn't okay. Um, but yeah, it just, it was I mean, it's like, let's, let's make a show about the Parkland shooter. And I don't even know the kid's name. Let's name it his name and let's show all the weeks leading up to when he did it. Like yeah. no, I don't want to well, watch. Well, like, you got ten more years of Netflix. Well, yeah, maybe. but no, there's honestly, there's a chance, there's a chance that'll happen. You know, yeah. and it's. I think there is. It's a weird fine line. I don't like it. I'm with you. I just don't. Uh, outside of the content itself of what he did, it's just I don't. It's so gross. But the, um, I think there is a fascination of like what could cause a human being to do so horrid things and i think that that will always exist in humans like how like could you get the most evil you know what i mean like people just get a little fixated yeah. on that you know it, yeah. it, it, it is crazy and you want to know about some of these things it's like what how did that happen you know but yeah um, and i guess that's others? where i just think like some things maybe you know there it's allowed to exist i i get to choose not to watch it you know yeah. it's yeah. but I don't know. I wish uh, things like that stayed in autobiographies, if anything. Just like, yeah. hey, this is not for entertainment. Let's be clear. This is just, here's how this happened, you know? Yeah. Um, but Was there any other stuff we watched or anything else you guys saw? Um, I watched The Witcher Season 2. And I finished it, and it was really fun, and I had a good time. And then right when I finished it, <laughs> I saw that uh, Henry Cavill will be leaving The Witcher after season three, which I guess yeah. they're filming right now. So, um, or no, I thought it was after four. Was it after four? After three. After three. So f starting oh. in, f starting in season four, there'll be oh. uh, Liam Hemsworth. I will watch season three, and then I will not watch season four. I, I don't know. That casting was so <clears> perfect. That it bothers me. If they would have mm. recast like Siri or somebody else, I'd been like, oh, okay. I, I would have kept watching. But Henry Cavill was the most perfect Geralt that it's like, I don't care who you get after that. I don't mm. know. Like, I just don't. I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to watch season three. And then if I'm still liking it and I'll give season four a shot. I, I come from like the James Bond fandom where like. Sean Connery is the best Bond, and you had him right at the beginning. And then yeah. it just switches up. And the other reason why I'll keep watching is because I don't ever plan on reading these books 
books, all of them. I, I like the series. I, I'm reading the first book. I like it. It's a lot of reading. Um, season four will be right in the middle of all these books. So I'll be curious. I like, I think I'll like the story at that point. I'll give I, it a shot, but I'm going to read the book. And while I read the book, I want to have a picture of Henry Cavill on the opposite page I'm reading <laughs> at all times. <clears throat> but uh, I did dig a little bit into why he's leaving. And apparently yeah, what, what happened with that. So um, he has been very vocal, I guess, during season two, during the press for it. He was very vocal about having disagreements with the writers about Geralt's character. He felt like they have him be too quiet and gruff. And he feels like in the books, because he's a mega fan, in the books, Geralt is more, he goes, he gives speeches, like he's more of a philosopher. And he feels like in season two, they have not been capturing Geralt the way he is in the books. Because they did, they did that a little bit in season one. He did. They did, and they stopped in season two, and I think it's been pissing him off. And I guess some of the behind the scenes stuff I was reading is it's really come to a head. He really doesn't like what they're doing with the character. I like it just fine because it kind of matches the games where he isn't the most talkative. But as a book fan, he doesn't like it. And I guess it's just kind of mutual. I think that he is becoming very cantankerous and refusing to do certain things on set. And they are like, look, dude, we have a show to make like, you know, so I I think it's that's the problem is I think it's a difference in vision. And he's like, well, I got plenty of opportunity to go work on other stuff right now. So they're going to go their separate ways. So I think it's a bummer. I I do, because I mean, you know, you even you know even if this guy's fine you know it's it's going to be a pretty big change but i will say i'm not a fan of like the oh the lady that plays Pr- carrie fisher died so now let's like cgi her and use only unused clips they should have recasted her right i know henry cavill's not dying but like or when black panther guy died uh chadwick yeah. boseman and they just say, okay, the, the character's just dead now because we can't recast him. The, I hate that. I actually, that bothers me the most is when somebody can't continue on and you're like, just cancel the whole thing because these are parts. These are not like, this is not, this is not real life. This is not, yeah, you got to keep going. You but know, I personally, I'm like, ah, oh, that's like a hyper bum. I agree. I'm, I'm bummed out about it. I'm bummed out uh, about it. I we'll still, I still have a feeling. Come, come I have a term. Yeah, I have a I feeling. This was they're a filming big, season three. Yeah. Maybe Henry Cavill played this card like a game of chicken. He's like, oh, I'm yeah. leaving, and he wanted to see what the fans would do. And I think they overwhelmingly. I saw people on Facebook. I didn't even know watch this or had any interest in which. Or were like, what in the world? It's like, what? I thought you just <laughs> baked cookies. Is all you did. Like, that's I did thought, you I thought the same thing. And after uh, the Spider-Man kid all that drama went down. Remember there was not supposed to be a movie or a no way home. I think it was no way home. Spider-Man three was in limbo forever because they didn't have a deal with Sony. And then they figured it out at the last minute after the deadline, after they said, and they were like, we're going to go off and do our own Spider-Man movies. We're done with Marvel. And they figured it out. And then they made no way home. I just, I have a feeling sometimes these things go public. Like you said, it's a game of chicken. So, you know, nothing's really done until it's done. It is weird that they already recasted, though. 
that is an extra level on the chicken i think of, oh you know oh you're not gonna do it not only are we gonna announce you're gonna be gone we have a replacement oh, so yeah. that's pretty that's pretty dedicated i think that's, at that you point. you know what this is gonna be a crazy game of chicken yeah yeah I'll, maybe I'll that guy's up. in on it though maybe he knows yeah. that it's a game of chicken it's not open likely up, open up season four episode one what happened i thought he was gonna win i thought yeah but the witcher the witcher and well, that's it for tv right yep and then you just have you watched a movie i did on my flight uh to europe um i played some games i listened to some music but i was scrolling through the movies they had on there to find is there something i have different movies that i've never seen that i feel like it's pr pretty much a shame i haven't seen them and one of them is jaws and they had that on the plane so i watched jaws um jaws good one steven spielberg film if you've never heard of it i don't know if you're film buffs <laughs> I've heard um, of it. it's pretty pretty famous movie um, spoofed I've seen all the Jaws spoofs Sharknado and all this stuff yeah you saw um, that well you basically <laughs> saw Jaws uh, Jaws was interesting because it was kind of the first blockbuster is my understanding yeah. so um, I liked it I like the cast. I like the story. I liked uh, the the mayor. You know, if you don't know the story, a shark eats a girl, but it's the day before the Fourth of July, so they don't want to shut the beach down. But then more people keep getting eaten, and they eventually go out in the water and they hunt the shark down, like a Moby Dick style thing. Um, I like the movie. It's very fun. Um, I would say the last thirty minutes of this movie rough. It is. I don't remember. It happened. is. The movie's really good. And then there's a point where they're on the new boat or they're out on the boat and they're, they're playing bait and, you know, with the shark and they're throwing barrels in the water. And I, I it was tough to get through. It just was a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, this was the first blockbuster, Buster, so they hadn't nailed that pacing of the action yeah. climax, you know, um, and they were a little limited with what they were working with. Um, so yeah. um, it it drug a little bit for me there, but that's fine. Movies can drag, especially old movies. Um, <clears throat> but it was a good movie, and I'm glad I scratched it off the list. Um, it was a fun time. I would recommend Jaws. And uh, yeah, it's just a fun movie. That's really all I would really know to say about it. Classic. It wasn't, you gotta, you gotta yeah. see it. Not my favorite movie in the world, but definitely something worth watching. Little piece of uh, cinema history. So cool. That's Jaws. Well, cool. can I um, can I give you a Jaws of a story? I beat a casino, and I'm gonna tell oh, you the story. Oh shoot! Uh, last Friday, uh, me and one of my friends, we said let's get up early and let's uh, let's head out. I had we had a couple people we wanted to go visit for um some logistics <laughs> stuff, but then let's get, make our way down to Cincinnati and go to Hard Rock. Yeah. Um, so we went and visited our people, quick, easy, in and out, you know, say hi, and then we went to Hard Rock. And um, I have made a new rule for myself because I I I get bad. I know I do. So I said I'm only going to bring X amount of dollars in. Uh, I brought X amount of dollars in, and I went and played blackjack for about a couple hours, um, and I left very happy. I was like, oh, this is I've going heard, really well. I've heard blackjack is the one you can win at, right? Is blackjack Bla the one, like, you can actually get good at blackjack. Blackjack, everything's 50-50. Blackjack's 55-45. And the reason they say that, like, 55 in favor of the player is because 
there is rules on when to hit and when to not hit. And yeah. technically there's a system that if you are really good with math and like remembering things, you can count cards. No, yeah. it's extremely hard to do. Um, it's, I, I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't have and that. And if kind you of can, the casinos will just kick you out. Well, uh, they legally cannot, but they can just ask you to stop playing. Which yeah. is actually say, Hey, we don't want you to play anymore. Yeah. You know, it's not illegal. It's not illegal to count cards. It's yeah. just casinos will stop you. Yeah. Cause um, they don't like, but, they don't like to lose. Yeah. So I got up, um, I came in with $300. I walked away from that table with 875, but nice. I was not, I wasn't done. That was the issue. Oh um, no. It's okay. Now listen, I, um, I went to roulette and I was down to my last $200. I, I <laughs> I've lost, I now I'm negative. Um, okay. And then you're like, I'm going to, I said to myself, I don't play outside. I just, nothing wasn't hitting. So I, I just, I placed my last, my last bets. All right. With $200, I had four, uh, no, eight green chips. I placed them out there and lo and behold, I spiked a number. They pay out 30 to one when you spike a number. So 25 times 30 is $750. Well, so lo and behold, you're back to what you got. But I'm not done yet. So I doubled <laughs> down on all my bets. And I spike another number in oh, oh a gosh. corner. And I said, you know what? I'm not done yet. Oh my God. So I expanded my bets and I hit a zero. That pays out 40 to one. And I said, you know what? I'm not done yet. And I walked away from that table with $4,500. Oh my gosh. And I cashed out. So you and finally I said, cashed out. You cashed out when I got to that. You're right. And I beat the casino. You beat the casino. So I went back today. Because <laughs> I beat the casino. And I brought said my money. And I was down and out. And I went back to roulette. And lo and behold, I made up $500. I scraped $500 up. I, I came up 300 I got back up even. But you know me. I'm Captain Dangerous. And I said, you know what, Jacob? I told my friend, I need to take this 500. I need to play one hand of blackjack with it. I'm going to hit it with a doubler, doubler. So I went to the high roller room. I found a guy who was just standing by himself. I said, sir, one hand. And he said, you want to cut a new shoe? I was like, darn right. I want to cut a new shoe. He, he shuffles it all up. This is pure gambling now. I cut the I deck. I really want to go to the casino with you. <laughs> no, you I don't. Do too. I, I, he cut, I really cut do the too. <laughs> he cuts the deck. And he said, sir, good luck. And I said, hey, thank you, man. If you hook me up, I'll tip you. He's like, oh, yeah, I got you. Deals out the card. I blackjack on $500. I walk out with $1,250, and I leave today. So you started with two. You eventually worked your way up and got 45, right? That's last. That was last Friday. And then you Today, lost and you lost all that 45, right? No, no, I pocketed that sucker. I, I balanced, oh, okay. bro. So you got you yeah. the 45 and then you came back with what today? Two, got up to five and then left with 1250. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I'm going with you next Friday. Yeah. Hey, I kid you not, you do not beat casinos. This is the best I've ever done. I have yeah. lost three thousand dollars one night all right uh, we've had rough nights i am probably close to break even right now in my total casino yeah. escapade um, <laughs> but i'll tell you right now nothing's better than getting on a roller in roulette i'm talking like people walk up start like hitting you on the show like hey you're killing it. hey keep it up man they start betting your numbers 
because they're like, you're really hot right now. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm just sitting here throwing money at this person. <laughs> so it was awesome. It was cool. I, I what is, what happens there. What happens when it crashes, though? Do people just shake their head and walk away? Oh, they walk away. That's the worst part. They walk away. You know, it's it's not fun. They're like, oh, that stinks. And they just leave you. And you're like, wow, now I'm broken, lonely. Like, this really does suck. Um, but, guys, I, I kid you not, it was, it was a great time. I made more money than I would working. And I was like, this is great. I, I do this more often. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I want to tell you all that story. My Ocean's 12 that, story right there. That is a amazing. freaking story. Um, kids, please do not gamble. Do not, Gabe, if you have a problem, there's going to be a number at the bottom of the screen. Please call it. Yeah, please don't gamble. Um, unless it's Dogecoin, and then you're safe. Always. Um, unless you invested in FTX or any of these other exchanges where everybody's losing all their money. Well, I think that's uh, there's not a better place to end it right there. We're going to cash out our coins right now. Thank Tell you guys for... For watching next, no, actually, we've got two announcements. Three announcements. First announcement Hangouts are coming back in December. But, yeah, I think there's next week. Yeah, end of November. Every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, we will be streaming. But, and follow Twitter. Follow us on where I'm working at right now. <coughs> we Bros. We Bros on Twitter. When we go live, when we're doing live reaction stuff, which brings me to my second announcement. The second announcement. We are going to be doing the Game Awards. December. December 8th. I think it's at 6 p.m. Eastern. I think I might just put it like a placeholder time. I think it's 6, though. I could be wrong. But whenever it starts, we will be going live on Twitch and YouTube. The whole gang's going to be here. It's going to be a full couch. It's going to be a crazy sight to behold here. We're going to have the whole couch full of Game Awards attendees. And there's a strict dress code that I'm enforcing this year. You guys have laughed it off in the past. No, no, no. We have to dress up this year. What are we but wearing? You have to wear a nice tie button-up. Okay. Game Awards. Okay. I'll, I'll watch from the window outside then. It's going to be in a basement, so good luck. I can do um, that. So, that's happening. Then we will be having one last podcast for the remainder of the year in December. And in that podcast, we will be talking about our favorites we do a yearly, at the very end of the year, our favorite games, TV shows, movies, gambling tricks, what have you. We will be going through the gambit, our top threes of the year in December. So will you join us? Please do. And let us know what your favorites are for the year. You guys, like, starting to get a list together? I think I kind of know where I'm at with all this stuff. Um, I need to finish Ragnarok, but probably I'll be close. Okay. I haven't played enough games to have a three so i have uh i have Keep some playing. smaller ones installed i gotta catch up on some stuff i think yeah i know what my one is i think so and i know what won't be in my list that i played hey i cannot wait to announce that dead oh. by daylight is my game of the year 
It might happen. Before I forget, where was you sent a picture in our group chat, Travis? Was that the Sony? Did Sony have a Berlin <laughs> office, or is that was that? That um, is that is uh, what's her name? Oh, it's the Horizon Studio. The Horizon Studio. What's her name? I forgot their freaking name. Oh my gosh, Gorilla, Gorilla. I w- I was at Gorilla Games headquarters. Okay. And uh, I'm not the only one that's ever tried to come because they have a very strict security thing at the front, and it's just a little thing of Aloy, and you got to press the thing to get in. You had to like um, scan your eyeball. But I took a picture and I said, "I'm here to submit my uh, complaints in person." So yeah, that's funny. Cool. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you very hold, much. Thank you. Hold on one second. Let me. <clears throat> I, I got to get something. There's. Uh, Elon just hold on. Elon just emailed me. I'm fired again. That was quick. Okay. Um, I'm just going to camp out here until we see what, if he needs me or something, you know. Because um, I only have Dogecoin. I don't have any cat. He didn't, he only pays us in Dogecoin. Now, that was a new, that was a cool change he did as well. So, um, nice. Yeah. Gonna... I don't know what I can buy in Dogecoin right now, though. Well, I think yeah. Pr- the problem is your paycheck gets submitted through FTX. Yeah, that's true. I, I put everything actually in FTX. So, um, well, we'll see. You know, Elon. We'll see if he posts any funny m- memes on Twitter and stuff. Maybe that might help me. Okay, it's we'll a, see. I'm, de- I'm depressed for you. It's okay. Yeah, we'll see. This is going to be epic. All right. Well. I might be here next time. I might not. Might be. I might be in a different place. Who knows? Peace. Uh, Hold on. (laughs) All in Twitter when all these employees were leaving, like he was, he fired somebody on Twitter. It became like in their like Slack channel or on Twitter, they just were leaving salute emojis as they were getting fired. So there's only one way to end this. I'm Goodbye. Sure I'm saluting with Goodbye. you. Goodbye. Goodbye.